Good morning, we are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to give you a shot of caffeine, good news, and inspiration. Your morning moments really do matter how you start your day is how the rest of your day is going to go. So we're going to start with some fun, and this morning, what are we celebrating? Well... Let me tell you, it's a food day. Let me tell you, okay. It's, it's a food day. August 30th is National Toasted Marshmallow Day. Oh, I like this one, but how but it's could not you a s'more. possibly choose it? <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can harass me for my dislike of marshmallows in general, much less toasted marshmallows. The best thing about toasted marshmallows is there's fire involved. Depending on your personal preference, people heat marshmallows to various degrees. And it generally involves a high degree of Fire. loyalty to the way that you prefer. <laughs> it's, and it's this a, is there's, one of those there's a margin. Fight, fighting questions. There's a margin where, you know, one second it's perfect, then the that's, next minute it's in flames. That's very true. Literally. Too. Well, and, and maybe in flames is perfect. True for some people. Some like them gently toasted. Others look for that charred outer layer, but charring a marshmallow is simple. You hold it to the flame till the sugar catches fire, then carefully blow it out. It is important not to wave it around because that only fans the flame and makes them bigger. For a fun alternative, you can try roasting marshmallow peeps, the little yellow chickens. <laughs> Which you love too. No, I hate them too, but they're fun to cook too because they just... Yeah. They just burn. They just, <laughs> that is not going to translate to the podcast. They just burn well. For those well. podcast listeners who have no idea what that growl meant, <laughs> he was pretending to hold a peep and, up and, and crush it. it. <laughs> the only thing I dislike more than marshmallows is marshmallow peeps. <laughs> I would think that flaming them might be really Oh, it's fun. enjoyable, but you know, I'm not going to eat it. But you do on those, if you're ever flaming up some peeps, you got to watch the sugar because they have more sugar and it does burn more quickly. My favorite thing to do is just drop them in the fire and let them burn to a crisp. Do they make the um, flames colored? Like does the sh colored sugar do anything to the... Yes, they are. So it's like a blue one would flame blue, blue and a green one would flame green? Yeah. Well, that's kind of fun. I've never burned peeps before. I've never participated in the Different ritual. Different peeps, not like you're my peeps. It's <laughs> like those little... Never participated in the ritualistic burning <laughs> of an Easter treat. Something we should look into. I don't know. <laughs> How far back do you think marshmallows go? I would guess a long way because what we know of as marshmallows today is not what it used to be. That is true. They're actually, the correct pronunciation is marshmallow, but everybody says marshmallow. They date back to ancient Egypt. Oh. Because they were made from the mallow plant. Oh, that makes sense. They grew, wait for it, in marshes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those very logical naming. <laughs> yes. The mallow plant grows in marshes. Let's call it a marshmallow. <laughs> they use the sap to create the candy with nuts and honey. So it is definitely not what we do <laughs> nowadays. Did you know that Ligonier, Indiana holds an annual marshmallow festival? You being from Indiana and fairly close to Ligonier. Yeah, like 10 miles. I grew up 10 miles from Ligonier. Yes, I knew they had a marshmallow festival. Did you ever attend? <laughs> no, I don't think we ever did. Did you know they proclaim themselves as the marshmallow capital of the world? Nope. 
How sweet is that? That's pretty sweet. <laughs> National Toasted Marshmallow Day was created by the National Confectioners Association because they because like... Because they could sell more marshmallows. That's right. They like to promote sweet businesses in the United States. <laughs> Did you know that 50%... I'm asking you. You're not answering. I don't answering. know. Well, I, Let me ask you. Okay, but ask the microphone. Hi. <laughs> Hi, microphone. 50% of marshmallows are toasted in the summer. What was the question? How, well, it was just a did you know. Oh. Did you know that 50% of the marshmallows are toasted in summer? Which makes sense. Well, yeah. Actually, I would have suspected that more would have been toasted in the fall. Well, you were wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> but living in an area where, you know, 100 degree summers aren't You can conducive. toast the marshmallows just by sticking them out the window in the summer in Tennessee. Yeah, summer's not conducive to bonfires here, but... Spring and fall, much much more so. But but we would do that in the summer where I grew up in near Ligonier. Near Ligonier, America's by ninety million pounds. Oh my gosh, that's a of lot marshmallows. of marshmallows. And they're so light. That's a lot of marshmallows. That's true. That's a good point. I hadn't <laughs> thought of it that way. Some people are afraid of spiders. Some people are scared of heights. Some people are scared of marshmallows, and they have altheophobia. I am shocked. I'm not afraid of them. I just don't like them. <laughs> marshmallow haters versus marshmallow. Why? Well, I, I know that phobias aren't logical. Maybe they're afraid when they get all that gooey, nasty crap in their mouth gooey. that they'll suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get it out of their <laughs> teeth, and it causes instant cavities. Have you? <laughs> have you always hated marshmallows? Always. Is there any way that you like marshmallows? Burnt to a crisp at the bottom of a fire pit. That's the only way I like them. <laughs> pretty strong feelings. I like all the other components of s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two. <laughs> well, two out of three ain't bad. In the words of meatloaf. <laughs> Keeping with the food theme. <laughs> all right. right, that's all I got about marshmallows. <laughs> well, aren't you going to ask me the way I like them? I already know, but our how, audience how do does you it. know you know? I've seen you do it. What do I prefer? Charred. I do lightly like them charred. charred. I do also like them lightly toasted as well. <laughs> what other way is there? Raw? Yeah, I like, I'll eat them raw, but I don't love them raw. And that weird thing where they, they already mush it and whip it up and put it in a jar. I'm that's, not a big fan That's of even that. worse. I'm sure that's more chemicals than anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that gives you one thing to celebrate today if you need a jump start. Today's good news story comes from the recent Tokyo Olympics, and it is just as sweet as your marshmallow story that you just talked about. You think so? I do. Is it charred? You're going to say, aww. <laughs> I say aww a lot of your stories. <laughs> I love the Olympics, partly because of all the good news and the amazing stories that comes from just the nature of what the games are. And I thought it would be totally appropriate for us to share Olympic stories on our good news segment. But I was so overwhelmed in trying to choose one when the Olympics were on. And most of them that I heard were told on national television. So it didn't feel like it would be anything. So you're going off grid. <laughs> that you would know. Them. You wouldn't already know. So last week I ran across this story and I couldn't not share it. Maria Andrzejczyk is a Polish track and field athlete, and she competes in the javelin. She competed in Rio, missed a medal by two centimeters. That, that much? <laughs> yes, missed it literally by that much. <laughs> that much. And then she was out for a season due to a shoulder injury for all of 2017. 
2018, she was diagnosed with bone cancer. Wow. And she underwent treatment for that and returned to compete this summer in Tokyo, winning a silver medal. She also had her personal best of 71.4 this year, and that is the Polish record, as well as the third best result in the history of the women's javelin throw competition ever. Wow. Right. If that was the whole story, it would it's be It's still great, impressive. Right? It's but still that is- record-setting, impressive, you know, comeback story with the cancer. But there's more. But wait. Would you like the rest of the story? Yes, I would. <laughs> All right. The way the, you heard it. The reason that we're sharing her story today is because of something she did after the Olympics. Oh. She posted on her Facebook ap- account a few weeks ago that she had come across a fundraiser for an eight-month-old little boy who had a serious heart defect and needed surgery. He had a head start on his fundraiser because the parents of another boy that did not make it donated the funds that they had raised to this child. Oh, wow. And Maria wanted to help also. So she auctioned off her silver medal. Wow. Right? Oh. I know. <laughs> like, they work so hard. And she had come so close in Rio. And then to get the medal and to decide to auction it off for this child was amazing. That's amazing. That's, yeah. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Are you? It's there. It's, it's there. It's, it's starting. It's starting at the bottom <laughs> of the throat, tightening up a bit. Well, she raised $125,000 because that was the winning bid. And it was from Zabka, which is a Polish convenience store chain. And that money will go to help the child have surgery at Stanford University Medical Center. In her announcement, she said, The winner, and at the same time, the company I will be eternally grateful to, is the company Zabka. It is with the greatest pleasure to give to this child whose name I am hopelessly unable to pronounce, (laughs) his medal, which for me is a symbol of struggle, faith, and pursuit of dreams despite many odds. I hope that for you, it will be a symbol of the life that we fought for together. The coolest part- There's more? There's more. (laughs) The coolest part of the story will be if the infant's surgery is successful. But the second coolest part is that the Polish convenience store chain donated the medal right back to her. I know, right? She's a 25-year-old woman who now has this experience of raising this money, giving away this medal that she won with With so much... With no expectation of getting it back. That's not why she did it. They turn around and give it right back to her. Everybody wins. Yes. (laughs) You're so close. I'm going to think about marshmallows, so I won't cry. <laughs> marshmallows and baseball. His usual one is baseball. Now you can add marshmallows. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's awesome. Today's to-go cup quote is from Mark Jacobs. I pick names that I can pronounce. <laughs> yeah. I always find beauty in things that are odd and imperfect. They are much more interesting. So we live in this culture that values the beautiful and the flawless. And the highlight reel. And the highlight reel, yeah. But there are other cultures that value the imperfect, like the Japanese aesthetic of wabi-sabi, for example. And I lean towards agreeing with Mr. Jacob that the imperfect is beautiful. And so question to ask yourself today might be how you judge or whether you value the imperfections in life. What do they bring to your life? And when you're asking that about the things around you, remember to also ask yourself how you value the imperfections in yourself. Very good. Very nice. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box. 
If you want an easy step into a morning routine, the Morning Moments Matter Box is a super simple way to take the time that you use brewing your morning coffee and turn it into this little spa moment in your morning. <laughs> Every time you say spa moment, I'm like, what? I don't have a spa moment. It is. I have a zen a moment with my coffee. Okay, well, when you think of a zen moment, I think of a spa, I guess. I think of, like... <laughs> massage and well where do you get that done in a spa no yes but i don't drink coffee while i'm getting a massage <laughs> this is like imagine <laughs> those two great things put together you would spill your coffee okay great <laughs> coffee and a ritual that engages your body mind and heart thanks so much for joining us this morning we look forward to coffee and conversation with you each monday wednesday and friday we'll be back wednesday so make plans to join us then until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Dissing my promo. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> it's go time. Go, go, go. I don't think you're ready. I'm not ready. I don't think you're ready for all that is the Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. I am a lot to take. It's Monday. I am ready to rumble. Ready to squash Monday. Like a bug. This chair makes noise. If you would sit still, it would not. I don't think I can sit still. I'm fidgety. I don't have my stress ball. Dun dun dun! And the ghost of Mr. Chicken. What? You don't remember the fantastic Disney classic, The Ghost of Mr. Chicken? No? I have no idea what that is. It's a movie. The Ghost and Mr. Chicken? Well, there was a ghost in the house and they called him Mr. Chicken. His name was Luther. <laughs> Luther? <laughs> <laughs> when was this made? Uh, 19, mid, mid, no, mid 60s. Big rabbit hole. I, that's why. There's I'm, a treasure at the end. No, I'm calling a, <laughs> I'm calling an end to it now before we get too far down that hole. Uh, it's a fun hole. I spend most of my life there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do. You ready? You're I'm speechless. St I'm still trying to deal with the idea that you spend most of your life there. Wow. My mind is a weird place. Almost everything everybody says at any point, I can think of a movie reference or a TV reference, and I go there in my mind for a moment. I may not do it out loud, but I'm there a lot. It's a silly place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Camelot. Camelot. <laughs> it's only a model. <laughs> it ain't a day till you've had Python quoted. Well, it's a day now. Your morning moments really do. <clears throat> wow. <coughs> your voice doesn't, but morning moments matter. But your sometimes your <laughs> voice does not cooperate with that moment. And they like to persmoke. Persmoke. That's going to be the best blooper word ever. They like to promote sweet businesses in the United States. If I hadn't messed up the joke, it would have been sweet. <laughs> But I blew it.